to Talking Tempo, we are Sasha and Katie, two amateur running mums stepping outside our comfort zones to share our love and hate for all things running. In no way are we professionals, just two 40-something-year-old women who have too much in common, spend too much money on Nike shoes, matching socks and visors. We hope that our journey inspires and motivates others and that you laugh along with us. Welcome to Talking Tempo. Today we have Lisa Waitman joining us. Lisa is an incredibly inspiring individual. She's taught many athletes that dreaming big, you can surprise yourself with what you are capable of. With an impressive international championship career, four-time Olympian, silver and bronze medalist at the Commonwealth Games, and her biggest achievement to date is being a mum to her gorgeous little man, Peter. Lisa is an ambassador for women across the world achieving the combination of career, family, and athletic success. We are honored to sit down with Lisa and share her insights with our Talking Tempo community. If you love this podcast, leave a comment on our Instagram page and give a shout out to Talking Tempo with Sasha and Katie. Welcome to Talking Tempo with Sasha and Katie. And for our 10th episode, we are so fortunate to have an absolutely amazing athlete. You've heard in Katie's intro just a few of the stats, but we are absolutely blessed to have Lisa Waitman. So thank you, Lisa. We can't thank you enough for talking to us. My pleasure. Happy to have a chat with you girls. It's uh it's lovely to get the opportunity to meet new people in running. And so, uh, yeah, it's awesome. Let's go for it. Sure is. So we're going to start with doing a, an intro game to get to know you, Lisa. Um, I'm going to say uh, this or that it's called. So I'm going to say something and it's either this or that. And you have to say which one is your preference. Okay. So we get right. to know exactly. you a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. So first one is Vegemite or peanut butter? Peanut butter. Planner or spontaneous? Planner. Headphones when running or no headphones? Headphones solo. No Hat. headphones with company. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Hat <laughs> or visor? Hat. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Shorts or bike shorts? Shorts. Introvert or extrovert? Introvert. Physio or Cairo? Physio. Sunny Marathon or Gold Coast Marathon? Oh, that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> we knew you'd say that. <laughs> On the fence. <laughs> okay, we will accept that, I suppose. <laughs> um, strength training or no strength training? No strength training. Cocktails or beer? Uh, oh, that's a hard one. I haven't been out for such a long time, girls. Uh, <laughs> beer. PB or medal? PB. Crop or singlet? Crop. We have that one because we're, we're promoting run, rock the crop. So we're ah. trying to, actually, Sasha and I did our first run today in a crop. We're nice. trying to get past the whole um, worrying about what we look like and em embracing <laughs> our amazing bodies so <laughs> that's why we asked that question they nice. were good thank you for those answers at least we got yeah. to got to know you a little bit better yeah and I you know when you said coffee I was so thankful that you said that because I thought with all the training you do you're a mom you work full-time if you are not a coffee drinker you must be a robot so I'm <laughs> must be crazy <laughs> <laughs> well we already know I'm crazy but you know <laughs> High on life. We interviewed another runner a couple oh, last week and she doesn't drink coffee and she just says, I'm high on life. I don't need it. <laughs> don't need Imagine caffeine. You did, huh? <laughs> That's what her husband said or partner. Wow. Yeah. So that leads us into our first question, Lisa. So a day in the life of Lisa Waitman. Yeah, so it's pretty crazy. Well, today's, you know, we're fortunate that it's the weekend, so it's a bit more relaxed for us this morning although um so I've been coaching my nephew uh who's 16 uh, helping him with his running and for a, quite a while now and I'm at that lovely moment right now where he and I can do some interval work together so I'm making the most of this little window before it gets too fast for me um, so we did some track this morning and my son Pete who's seven he came out and after with Locke my husband and 
we sort of all got our exercise in at the same time this morning because, you know, I did my link tool session with Tom and then uh, Locke and I did a warm down while the boys went to the park and and yeah. and Pete did a couple of laps of the track for his bit. So uh, we all kind of got our, yeah, our exercise in. And then, of course, because we're, we're parents and we have homes and all that thing, those things that we have to look after. So then it was housework, um, bit of stuff outside. We were just cutting Locke and I were just out there cutting while well, he was doing the cutting and I was doing that assistant job, but uh, cutting <laughs> some, pruning some things and uh, yeah, chatting to you guys. And then I'll do a second run today. So that's, uh, that's our weekend. Um, they're kind of all like that, just squishing everything into the day. Uh, but during the week, uh, I'll run either once or twice a week, uh, sorry, once or twice a day, depending on where I'm at in my program. Uh, and I work full time. So I work all day. Uh, lucky Pete's only like a 400 metre jog to school at the moment with primary school. So um, it's a quick dash out to pick him up and drop him off um, for school. And yeah, we either have school sort of activities for him in the afternoon or, um, you know, just generally still working till some nights. I'm still working till sort of 6.37 at night. So um, yeah, so, you know, each evening is a bit different, um, but generally, yeah, full day with one or two runs and somehow I jam in working out how to make dinner yeah. <laughs> successfully I, or unsuccessfully depending on the day. Yeah. I saw your Instagram post of um, your track running with Pete. Oh, he, looks like, he looks like a professional little runner already. Yeah. <laughs> he looks so strong. Is, does he like running? Yeah. Yeah. So we started coaching my nephew who's now, you know, he's man size, right? So it's quite funny to be running with your nephew yeah. who, you know, you looked after as this little baby and then all of a sudden he's like in front of you and he's like, you know, blocking the wind. But um, yeah, so uh, we've been doing that for a while and Pete's, Pete did his first little athletics cross country season this year. Uh, and yeah, he really liked the mud and the hills and things like that. Um, uh, like the enjoyment of that. And he'd run along and just wave. He doesn't really mind where he is in the race. Okay. Um, so it's just, yeah, it's really nice. It's just like total enjoyment factor. Mm-hmm. Um, so he just meets a group of kids, um, with a friend of mine who coaches once a week and then he's been doing his little race on Saturdays. Um, uh, but now that that's finished, uh, we're not doing little athletics. Um, we're just doing some other things, doing some gymnastics. And, yeah, so I try to fit in. I can't do a lot of things, but I say to him, Locke and I kind of say, you know, pick two things that you want to do and we can handle that, two, two yeah. sessions. Um, and then, you know, so he's got to make a choice between, you know, two different things and just giving him a bit more exposure to different sports, which is what you need to do at this age. Yeah, exactly, yeah. because otherwise, you know, if it was just running, you might feel like you were kind of narrowing him and that's right. sure he gets a chance to just be whatever he wants to be. And if he gets yeah. an amazing runner, like so be it, I suppose. But Yeah, and, you know, running is an enjoyable sport and one that we can all do and, and it helps all sports or, you know, any type of activity. You know, if you want to be a racing car driver, you still need physical fitness, you know. So no matter what you want to do, I think building that, um, you know, that heart and lung capacity is really important. Uh, but, you know, he's doing gymnastics as well, and that's giving him that core stability and a bit of strength. And But really it's just, yeah, last summer he did some cricket. And, yeah, so just giving him that chance because they miss the kids, you know, as we sort of call them COVID kids, I guess, down here. But in Melbourne we missed two years of, you know, that really that development opportunity for them. So just trying to within the realms of our crazy life um trying to give him the you know an opportunity to try new things and learn things for the first time so we'll see where he goes with it all um yeah, yeah in his own time yeah so Lisa great. that segues into um when you were I guess starting out in your running career you had a lot of setbacks with injuries how did you get through that I know um you know reading about you and and looking at your um your story you were told that you, you would never be a runner but you obviously got through that how do you um how did you get through that yeah yeah so when I was in about 16 uh I loved playing all different sports and had exposure to lots of different things and uh, my dad was a footy coach played um footy at the highest level here in Victoria and so we um we grew up with sport you know my sister and I and loved just going out and hitting a ball against the wall and things like that um back in the day but when I sort of got to the age where we could enter cross country and things like that, 
I entered my school sports and and did quite well off not much um, training at all. And so, uh, and it was just, you know, just off running around and in the backyard and roller skating and doing things like that, you know. So um, I ended up sort of taking that um, that running journey, but it didn't go that well really because in my teens I played netball too and rolled my ankle uh, in a tournament and uh, ended up in um you know on crutches and in plaster for a while and and from there I then had challenges with that leg so I continually got stress fractures in my right tibia and just year after year I couldn't really get anywhere so I put I, I didn't really focus a great deal on running being something that I'd be able to do at the highest level but I still had this burning desire to give it a you know to try uh, and my dad thought I had the ability to do it like he used to take me for runs and we'd go running around the block and he would push me harder by just upping the pace a little bit and I'd still be able to keep up. And so he'd be like, hang on a minute, this, there's something there. So yeah, so mum and dad and my older sister, they gave me, you know, all the support I needed to give it a try. Uh, but year after year, I just kept getting these shin, um, shin splints and then fractures. And so it took, or oh, till it probably took about 10 years uh, before I actually got through all of that and um, and also on top of that I was studying and I was trying to work a part-time job to you know get you know be able to buy a car one day you know and things like that and really just you know set myself up and and so I was doing all those things and and eventually I started to grow out of the injury Uh, I ended up you know I did a lot of changes with footwear and things like that along the journey Uh, and a great podiatrist here David Walker uh, looked after me as well and he um, he really helped me with you know the selection of the right footwear and and all of that and yeah and then now I haven't I haven't knock on wood had a stress fracture in my tibia for you know 20 or so years um, yeah. yeah so I think I guess for me the question that you did ask is like that's the long story of the journey but how did I get through it? I got through it because one, I don't like to be told I can't do something. Um, and even to this day, like, you know, even with everything I've achieved up to this point, I still missed out on getting selected for the Commonwealth Games this year. So even now I'm still kind of having to prove myself um, in this sport. Uh, but, you know, it fires me up for you know, bigger and better opportunities. And, um, and that's kind of what, the, you know, the mentality and what I sort of, I guess I grew that skill as a result of all these challenges. So, you know, I, I'd get injured and then I, you know, I'd have some downtime I'd focus on work and building that aspect of my life. And then I'd come back and have another go at it, you know, and I'd, you know, and that cycle continued until I really did, um, you know, really did kick the injury and was able to progress. I probably didn't progress, um, as quickly in the marathon in terms of personal bests as I would have liked to. Um, and that was a that was also a bit planned too. So my coach Dick Telford was quite, you know, he always wanted to err a bit on the side of caution because he wanted to make sure I actually was able to race and didn't end up injured again. So we took very um, you know, delicate steps, I guess. Um, but now I'm kind of at the stage where I don't need to really be delicate about anything and we'll just <laughs> give it all a go and you know give really it all you got. got to lose at my age right so exactly. yeah so yeah. That, that's a long long story but I think sometimes having to deal with the setbacks and people telling you you can't do something or you know and the politics of all of that as well I think that kind of it really does allow you to create this innate skill that you can use in all different aspects of your life not just in running well, that perfectly leads on to the question that I was going to ask, which is around mental strength when you're running. So, you know, personal little anecdote, when we were at the Sunshine Coast and I was doing um, the half marathon, it was, it was many years since I'd done a half and I was pretty nervous. My brother was doing it too. And I was talking to my brother beforehand and he was like, you know, just look at that Lisa Wakeman who he knows I, you know, worship. He's like, just look at her. She is just on the gas. She never gives in. You can see it in her face. She is just full. <laughs> and, and honestly, I, you know, that stuck with me and still sticks with me. And in that, in that run, I saw you, I passed you where you were 
flying back. You passed other. Lisa or she passed you? Obviously, you know, so far ahead, it's not funny. But I looked at you and I was like, go Lisa. And you kind of like looked, but you it was sort of just like a smile, grimace. And I was like, yes, look at her. So all of us, when we're running, you know, even on a long run, you get to the point, and today was the same thing today, you get to a point, you start start hurting, you get slow, or you start wanting to give up a little bit. What is it that you do? Or how do you not slow down? How do you just keep fighting till you get to that final 100 metres, and then you smash it to the line? What, <laughs> what happens in for your mental, for your mindset? Well, I guess the first thing is, is that we're all actually the same. So we all go through that, that period in a race or in a training session where we yeah. have that doubt and we kind of got to go, well, you know, am I going to listen to that today or am I going to, you know, take it on? And some days you can really take it on, but other days you're just absolutely exhausted with everything that's going on or you might be, you know, you might have done three earlier training sessions in the week that, you know, really worn you out, right? So not every single run or race you're going to be able to dig into that zone of going, nah, I'm going to take you on right now. I don't want to listen. So I guess being okay with that now is one thing to for all of us to take away that, you know, sometimes we just don't have it and, and that's okay um, because other times we will and we'll, we'll pull it out, right? So being kind to ourselves in that moment um, is probably something I've had to really um teach myself and not get down about a session or get down about a race because they happen and you can't and sometimes you just can't do anything about it because you are totally buggered and your legs just will not turn over any quicker Um, so that's one piece it's not you know it's not always perfect um but the other piece I guess is um if you're if you're struggling in sort of that three-quarter mark of of any distance whether it be a rep even if it's a K rep versus a marathon, et cetera, it's all the same sort of feelings that you've got to get over. Um, it's a good thing to have looked at some of your training that you've done in the past that is reflective of the good performance that you know in your mind you can achieve. Because if you go back and look at those things, particularly before a race like your next half or next marathon, if you haven't done one for a while, if you can recall just one or two of the sessions that you did an amazing session in and you just were really positive and really pumped at the end and excited and celebrating, then if you can, you know, have this sort of thought about that and use that in that moment, that will help you take your mind away from the fact that you've got a whole bunch of doubts and it's getting hard and remind yourself that, hey, on this particular day, I could do that and I took on that, you know, I took it on right there. Um, and I, I won against that voice. So I guess they're probably some of the, the mind games. One is be kind to yourself and, you know, really we're, we're not superheroes. We try, but we're not. Um, and the second is, yeah, just try to draw from your training because that's the whole point of training is to show yourself that you can actually do what you want to do on the race day and, and use those cues to help you. So Lisa, do you document your training sessions? If you've had yeah. a good one. Okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I have, and I write it now. I went through a period where I, where I stored everything digitally. And then I found that after a while, some of these programs, because I've been running for a long time, <laughs> some of these programs don't work anymore on your computer. So there's a couple of years there where I just put it on to a, a system and I lost it all. Um, and so I've gone back in recent years to putting it in a diary. And then I can always go back. And at least then for Tom and Pete, if they ever want to run, then they can go back and have a look at that. And, they, you know, we, we've looked at my diaries and Lachlan's diaries, um, you know, from when we were kids so that we could help Tom and sort of get that balance of how much he should and shouldn't be doing as a younger athlete as well. So that's they've been a bit handy for that too. I love that. Yeah. There's a few people have mentioned that lately, isn't there, to us, Katie, that, writing it down and diarising is actually, I guess it's sort of a bit cathartic too, especially if you've had a bad race or a bad run, you can sort of write it out. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, sometimes I'll write a a few lines, other times I'll just write whatever I did. Um, And also, um, you know, I need to send at the end of the week, I need to send it to my coach because my coach is in Canberra. So it also helps for me to be able to do that at the same time. Uh, and then you know he's got the summary of the week because he'd rather just see it in his own way than look on an app and work it through on an app. So yeah, 
So thinking about that diary, what's the worst race you've encountered? Oh, and what did you learn from it? I've had a few. Um, so I think if I just focus on the marathon, the worst experience, it's a line ball, but the, probably the worst experience was the Chicago marathon I did um, because I was in like the shape of my life. It was 2019 when I set the new all comers record at Sunny Coast. And I was just like, I was just flying at that time. Like I just felt amazing. I thought I went to, we went to Chicago um, a week and a bit out and I did, you know, my pre-marathon week sessions and my kilometre reps were just faster but felt so much easier um, at the same equivalent point. And so I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna run this PV. This is just going to happen, you know. I just thought, I mean, nothing, unless something crazy goes wrong, you know, um, and the weather was going to be all right. And, um, but I ended up getting food poisoning along with two of the other elite girls and uh, I got to about 25, 27-ish, I think, um, and then I had this awful pain just at the bottom of my rib cage. And then after a while, unfortunately, I started vomiting and um, wasn't a very good story from then on in. Uh, and so because I'm so determined, um, I still finished. Yeah. <laughs> and a half, um, but I still managed to, to finish and, um, yeah, just ended up in the medical tent and was just, yeah, it was the disappointment was probably the hardest part because I knew I had done everything right. I couldn't have done anything better. And I even ate, you know, just all plain foods and plain rice and all of that. So, um, but yeah, I wasn't alone. There was a couple of girls. Um, one girl had to pull out and she ran another marathon a week later. And yeah, yeah so uh, that's, that's the, yeah, that, that's the worst, I think. Um, okay, yeah, the so best. Was, What's the best one? <laughs> so that, it turned me off um, a whole bunch of different uh, energy drinks and gels. That's for sure. I had to read, I had to do a whole yeah. nutritional plan. <laughs> so I couldn't, yeah, stomach anything orange after that. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, that, that's definitely the worst. I think Rio Olympics was probably the other one that's online with that just because I got sinusitis when I was over in uh, on the, the camp over there and, yeah, I just couldn't run. Like, so like I was saying, it didn't matter, didn't matter what mental strength there was there. I just, there was yeah. nothing much. It was out, totally out of my control and I just yeah. survived. <laughs> I survived that one. So, yeah. So on a positive note, what's the best best one that sticks with you? Yeah, so probably two of the best. I don't know, it's hard to. Two of the best is definitely, obviously, Berlin because I ran the fastest time and it's pretty cool atmosphere and we had such a relaxing. I was speaking to a friend that I bumped into this morning on the warm-up and and I said, oh, it was so nice to run Berlin because it was like Locke and I were weekend warriors and we just went to Berlin and we just did the run, and I did the run <laughs> and we had coffee and it was just so relaxed. Um, you know, and, and, you know, even in the elite area, just chatting with the girls beforehand, like some pretty amazing athletes. And it was just, yeah, it was just so e easy, that part. Um, so that was, that was my favorite, but I had a really great run uh, and came fifth in the London marathon as well. And, um, you know, I read really well there and uh, finishing, you know, running a PB and finishing fifth at the London marathon was pretty yeah. awesome. So yeah, so that's the other one. And once again, same sort of situation where we were just there, Pete, Locke and I having fun. I'm in the core room and I, and in the core room they set up all these yoga mats for the elite athletes and I'm sitting there on the yoga mat trying to put my race shoes on and Pete's climbing over the top of me, <laughs> you know, climbing yeah. on my shoulders and all the other all the other African girls were, yeah, you know, their managers are checking on them and making sure they're all, you know, yeah. everything's perfect for them. And I'm sitting here with this child, like wrapped yeah. around like a snake on my shoulders. So, and I remember being on that start line and feeling really relaxed. You know, I'm on this start line with these amazing athletes and going, oh yeah, you know, this, and I can still kind of bring that moment yeah. back. Yeah. And so when you like that, that's when you run well. And so, uh, yeah, both. I felt like that at Berlin and I felt like that at London. So hopefully with the next one, it's the same. Yeah. Well, if, if we've got, we've sort of got maybe one more question. Is that going to be okay? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. So um, obviously you're in your 40s like we are and it seems that the older you get, 
you are getting faster and stronger. What do you credit that to? Yeah, so I think a couple of things, maybe two or three actually. Um, I think the first thing which we all have to acknowledge really is that the change in footwear has given us an opportunity to recover from sessions so much better. Uh, you know, when I ran my first few marathons, you know, most majority of my marathons really um, back in, you know, from 2008, you know, we were wearing these flats that, you know, barely have any sort of foam on the bottom of them. And now we've got foam about, you know, 12 times as, as much um, with, you know, better shock absorption and cushioning. So that, you know, we cannot, we need to acknowledge that that has been a game changer for all of us. And that's, you know, that's helped us keep training. Um, you still got to run fast. So you still got to have that ability to run fast and push yourself and train hard. Uh, but, you know, you can recover so much better, which means you can do more sessions um, and, you know, in the week and you can recover from a marathon quickly. So that's the first one. Um, the other one is for me, as, as I mentioned earlier in the, in the conversation, I started out so injury prone that we've taken, you know, the, this journey in small steps and that's been good for me. It's kept me out on the park for such a long time. Um, but, you know, my counterparts who don't work and, you know, who are doing this as a full-time job, um, you know, they're training probably, you know, running at least 40 Ks a week, probably more than I am, um, you know, and getting, doing strength training and probably getting more recovery and massage and things like that. Exactly. Um, and so, you know, for me, um, I guess taking it slower has then allowed me to, to stay on the journey um, because I couldn't have been able to do it otherwise. Um, I think the other piece is um, where I'm at now, I'm kind of now that I've gone through these stages, I've got the extra ability to recover better from better shoes. Um, and, you know, now I, I've got nothing to lose. So, you know, I'm, do, I'm pushing things a little bit more. Um, I'm not really worried. If I get injured, so be it. I get injured and I've been there before. And, you know, eventually I'll be, I won't be able to run at this level. So I'd rather make the most of the window I've got now. So I guess a different mindset to when you're in your early 30s or your 20s, et cetera, where, you know, you want to have a longer career, whereas for me, I'm getting towards the end of it. So I may as well, you know, just throw everything out there and see where, you know, see what I can do. Just go for they're it. Probably, yeah, they're probably the, the main reasons, I think. Um, yeah, so it'd be good to really see where it takes me for the next few years and, um, yeah, and then I'll be really proud of everything I've put in over the years to achieve what I've achieved yeah and then you can be on the <laughs> sidelines watching your nephew and your son possibly and just leaning into your career even more I guess yeah and you know we'll always run because we just love to run that's the reason you start in the first place um so I'll always run with friends but you know a lot of people say oh you're gonna do longer distances and it's like no I'm going the other way <laughs> yeah. 5k here I come I'm going backwards not forwards <laughs> I'm doing the like what is it 5k and then go to the bakery for croissants that's what the girls do in Brisbane so I'm, I'm up for that idea <laughs> <laughs> so I've got one more question. We always ask everyone. We love Nike. I know you love ASICs. <laughs> need to share the love. What's your favourite running, like long distance shoe, like a training run shoe? Yeah, so I'm really fortunate that over the years I've had a chance to run in a few different brands, um, you know, and so that's been really fun. And the, so I'm with ASICs now and the shoe that I wear most of the time is the Nova Blast. Yeah. Um, so I wear it everywhere um i usually do my track workout in the sky plus uh and that's the same one i run in the marathon in but yeah the nova blast i've found has that extra cushioning that you know that really is really nice and bouncy to just run around um doesn't have all the carbon plates and things like that so you're still working you know the right muscles and and getting um a bit of a balance between carbon plate shoes and and your normal shoes but i find that yeah they last a long time and yeah, they're really comfortable. How many shoes do you own? <laughs> <laughs> I I couldn't tell you, but I oh, I I try to have um, two pairs of like Nova Blasts going at the same time because some, it's been a wet 
as for you guys, it's been wet all the time, right? So you need to have yeah. two, <laughs> otherwise you're wearing really soggy shoes. Yeah. yeah, and then my sky pluses. And then I have a second pair to save for the races. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we have a 34 degree day here today. We ran running Woo. this morning. It's so hot. Oh, wow. We haven't even got into Not summer yet. yet. 27, I think, today. Uh, yeah. 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 But we haven't had those kind of days here yet. We've had two of them, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Summer's here. I'm rain next week. So we'll get the extra shoes out. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you, Lisa. We appreciate your time. We um, really do. Yeah, you're so inspiring. Pleasure. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you both on the sunny coast next year. Um, well, perhaps. <laughs> or something earlier. <laughs> I, I've told Sasha. So um, we stayed at the same hotel last year or this year. Yeah. yeah. And I um, went down by the pool with my little boy, and you were there with your little boy, and I just sat and watched you at the pool. <laughs> So oh, this time I'll say hello. That's right. That would be lovely. <laughs> and um, when we were at Noosa, you were being interviewed and I was kind of like watching from the sidelines. So maybe this time I'll, I'll actually wave and say hi. And we can have, yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll have to, considering we all like coffee, we'll certainly have to have a coffee when we're at either of those races or other things that we uh both we all venture to that'll be good definitely thank you so much for your time thank you lisa we appreciate it my pleasure have a a lovely rest of the weekend and uh yeah look forward to seeing you out there soon girls thank you (laughs) see See ya bye wow I think we're both blown away. It's it's been a mammoth couple of weeks for for us, and yes. we have interviewed. So we had Jess last week, Jess Willis. We hope that you've all had an opportunity to um to listen to that interview. Loved loved Jess. I I took so much away from that interview. Me too. I yeah, and I hope all our listeners did as well. And then holy moly. we're pretty. Ex- we're pretty excited, right? Episode 10, which we just recorded, we interviewed Lisa Waitman. Yep. It's just I, amazing. She's so <laughs> lovely. Like, can you can you believe that we actually just interviewed her? No, I can't. And I, I'm um, inspired. I, it motivates me. I'm excited. And I just, yeah, it's overwhelming. It's really, I, I think if you and I think back to when I remember having coffee with you when we said, let's do a podcast. Yep. We took our notebooks with us. We had no idea how to do a podcast. No, no idea. Still don't really. And I, <laughs> no, exactly. But nine weeks later, yeah. like we, people who we idolise, people yeah. who we have followed. And I've been watching, you know, watching like you, same, you know, with you. With These are people who we've kind of been watching from the sidelines and watching through crowds and going, oh, there's they're so-and-so. Oh, my God, look how amazing she yes. is flesh or and now we've actually spoken to them and they're such nice people. They're more amazing. I think I love them more. I think I've, one thing I've learned is they are still people. They get nervous at an event or they, like they have all the issues that we have. Mm-hmm. I think it's how they carry themselves, yeah. um, which we can take, which yeah. we can learn from. But the so many takeaways around mindset. Yeah, so many. So many. I just um, so much that we have to change, but we can do it. Yeah. And I'm so excited for next year to um, to get in on it and yep. make those changes and, yeah, and well, see the. We already are starting to like you know how we were saying about our run today this morning. You know, I was thinking of a few of the things that the people we've interviewed have said at different times in that run today. Um, yes okay what are your three things that you when you're running what are you thinking of okay now I'm thinking switch your mindset think about the training that you've done before and trick your mind into thinking about something else I think that's probably my three things what about you so one um I go back to Lucy the tap 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 when I'm losing focus or um struggling I'm like just tap 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 and yep. it brings me back yeah I get into that rhythm yeah um for Jess the nutrition I nutrition I'm I'm really interested in that side of it um so one thing I've been changing this week is 
when I go to eat, like, um, was it yesterday? I didn't train. I didn't run. I did a swim. And usually I'd be like, oh, whatever. I haven't run. I won't eat much. I don't need to eat much. I'll cut my calories, whatever. Yeah. It's like, no, because I'm running Tomorrow. the next day. So I need I need to always be. That's true. That was what one of the things she said. You're preparing your body for the next day or, yeah. Yes. Good. Yeah. Because yeah. that's how you get that consistent approach as well. So um, that one and the mindset. There is no reason why we can't do what we want to do. There's nothing was, stopping us. You know, Jess, I think one of the questions she, she said to us was, well, what's happened to you that means you can't believe in yourself? And both of us were just kind of like dumbstruck and going, yeah. well, actually, there's nothing. nothing. There's nothing. <laughs> it's, it's it's something we've built up ourselves. Yeah. And um, yeah, we need to unfold and, and just move on from it. So I think yeah. we had, I think yeah. you and I, like we did our long run today together. Yeah, yeah it was. It was, and, it was really good. Okay, so we rocked up. (laughs) (laughs) We rocked the crop. And we were just talking about it before and I'm still traumatized by it, but in a good way. (laughs) I'm (laughs) we put so much uh, pressure on ourselves and yeah, it is what it is and we did it and that I'm happy and I'm proud that we did it. Yeah, and you know what, like I said to you, because that's the second time I've done it now. I actually really enjoy it. It's cooler for me. I don't have to, because often the singlets are quite long because I'm short. The singlets are quite long on me. So I'm sometimes adjusting them or they're getting on my nerves. So not having to worry about that. I really like it. It's actually quite refreshing and definitely. Yeah. The only thing I was saying I need to work out because (laughs) I didn't wear bike pants. I wore shorts because they were up a bit higher. Um. I tried the bike shorts a bit higher, but there was a bit of camel toe happening, so I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't do that. But then you had so, no pockets. I had no pockets. So I ran with no water, no gels, which is fine. I wasn't running. I only did 13, but, yeah, just I've got to have a think about that. So, But you know what? Before I started running with all of you, I never would have even dreamt about carrying water. Like I would just run where I know there are taps. And have I mean I'm, I would have a gel in my pocket because you can fit them in those little inside pockets of your yep. shorts, but I would never ever run with water. So I'm still not necessarily going to, as long as I know where we run long runs. I definitely know there's going to be a tap coming. I've got no problem with just stopping for two seconds, having a quick drink, and then keeping going. Yeah, but the, what we've learned from Infinite and that discussion <laughs> yes. is fueling during a run is so important especially when we're doing the 20k runs or 25 what are we doing I it's a lot I think you need to make sure that you are practicing it now for race day well the only thing is like for me I I have to be really careful not to take in too much because then I'll get kind of like a funny tummy from not from necessarily even the the actual nutrition element of the liquid but even just too much liquid yes and I'll get a stitch or whatever so I find it hard because once I start sucking on the little flask, I find it actually quite hard to stop and then I just want to smash through it all. Uh, right. Yeah. I just did little sips. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I take it when I'm um, when I'm pushing too hard and I'm out of breath or I'm yeah. losing focus, I, I go, okay, I'll have a drink because it resets it? me. Yeah, distracts me. That's right. Good. All so, right. So that's our crop that we've tried and we've got our invite out now we have sent an invite onto our instagram page so we would appreciate if everybody could share that everyone's invited we want to get a community of brisbane runners together to um to finish the year on a high and i think go into the new year on a high yeah embrace our bodies be appreciative of what we've done and what we've got and um enjoy it you know one of the things that um, I took away from Lucy earlier on was the appreciation that your body, what it allows you to do. Like we love running. We feel amazing when we finished a run. That's because our body allowed us to do that. So rather than thinking about, you know, like the, the things that are not quite perfect with it, think about it as if I didn't have this body, like I wouldn't be doing the running that I'm doing. So yeah, we're going to finish strong, get ready for the new year. What a way to bring in the new year. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So if everyone can share the invite, we'll continue sharing it. And um, yeah, we'll just go down to Sean Cliff at the PR and 45 minute easy, go hard, walk, run, whatever you want to do. Yeah. And it's good timing because it is a Saturday. The um, 
park run is on so we don't want to get caught up with park run so we need to do it at that time and it'll be a bit cooler as well than waiting so yeah yeah okay exciting yeah all right any other highlights from the week other than the fact that we've just spoken to lisa waitman amazing i know so exciting um yeah i i feel good i'm back into i've got my strava graph going on and up which makes me happy i had a fall last week the week before so that kind of threw me a bit um but yeah back on track and I'm doing so I've done a couple of 20k long runs since we probably last spoke so smashing it yeah I've really pulled back on um going too hard so pulling back focusing a bit more on getting my heart rate down and yeah yeah, feeling the benefits I can do more kilometers I think when I'm a bit more I'm not pushing too hard so you've done 70ks this week yeah yeah well done yeah yeah excited it was actually nice to do a long run on a weekday too yeah and not have to do it on a Saturday morning yeah because it's done isn't it then yeah and you you're back from injury last time we spoke yeah my um my leg was pretty good today Foot was a bit sore when I finished, so I've just had some ice on it um, this afternoon, but it's not too bad. It's You smashed it, 19 Ks. Really So happy. you did eight, nine on your own, the first part on your own? Yeah, I think it must have been about eight and a half. And then you and Jimmy, that's when I met you. Yeah. And then we do together 10. Yeah, yeah. So I must have done 10 and a half and then eight and a half. Yeah. yeah. And we were pushing pretty hard on the way back. Like you... It held good. it together and we, all, we run so well together yeah, it's a good little it's a good having someone to go with I wasn't looking forward to when you said should we turn around and go back exactly the way we came all I could think about was the hill so that's exactly what I do instead of thinking yeah yeah I go oh the hill that's going to be hard gotta just stop it I hate hills as yeah. you know um but it's not a bad run that one it's, it's a good one it's a little bit of a hill um so a good week all round, pretty much, hey? Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm happy, excited. Good way to end the year. We're um, keeping it together and, yeah, oh, it's exciting. We should talk about Jimmy. Yes, yeah, so Jimmy, um, he did the Queenstown Marathon last week. Um, he headed over there. He had an eight-week prep leading into it. He had quite a few injuries um, following Noosa Marathon and... Yeah, he really struggled, um, did quite a few weeks of no running at all, but he did a good eight-week prep and got some long runs in and smashed out the marathon. He did 423. It was a 378 elevation, so pretty big yeah. um, elevated run. We asked him this morning what he thought. The scenery is amazing. The um, Yeah, the photos. They just were lovely. Beautiful. Mm. So. Perfect weather, not too hot. Um, I, well, I think that they started off at about 10 degrees, yeah, 10 so it degrees. got warmer. Yeah, yeah they started at 8 in the morning, so it was a bit later start. Mm, um, good temp though, hey. Yeah, yeah. So the winner of the marathon was Daniel Jones. He did it in 2.26. Mm. And Hannah Oldroyd did it in 2.53. So, yeah, pretty fast times yeah. for an elevated marathon. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, good so, on you. Yeah. That was good. I'm surprised he was running as well as he was today after that. Like, yeah. He didn't, I mean, he stopped at one point and just did a little stretch, but he didn't seem like he was struggling too much. Yeah. Yeah, no, he did good. So um, I think to come back in one piece is exciting. And so I said to him, he, he was going to do a few extras with me. I'm like, no, you're not broken yet. Just stop. Yeah. Enjoy it. Stay together. <laughs> you get carried away, don't you, though? You're like, oh, I just want to keep going. So easy to keep going. Definitely. So, yeah, so that's our, our week. Our team went out and did the um, SDQ run last week at Bayview. So we had some really good results there. Results, yeah. Um, and I don't know when the next one is. I think it's, they moved the dates. I think the next one is early December, second week in December. Okay. So we can talk about that one next week. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, I was checking that because I had a moment of weakness where I thought I might do it, but then I thought no I don't need to I'm not going to yeah don't break yourself we've got button that that would be in the new year yeah early Feb and we've got our 50k run in January so we need to that needs to be the focus should we quickly talk about that so our plan our plan we think is 
to do it all in one go now. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly, I think that is, and it doesn't matter how slow we end up going at different points. I think in my mind, I couldn't have thought of kept stopping and stop, stopping, starting, stopping, starting. So no. We're fine. <laughs> yeah. So we've gone from running at midnight every three hours to now doing 50 kilometers in one go. <laughs> we're starting at two in the morning and hopefully yeah. done by, I reckon, I don't even know how long it's going to take us, but Five. we're going to be dropped off somewhere and run home. All right. Are we? Not Apparently. out Not out and back? Oh, we could do out and back, but I, I do think maybe running home might be easier. Yeah, maybe, because then you're not seeing where you've already been. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But, so we need to really, well, we are, we're, we're 20K in now, right? We're doing 20K on our long yeah, runs. So yeah, true. And it's going to be a really good opportunity to use those laces. Yes. Um, how do we say, Lumilia, Lumilia, Yes, so... I'm just bringing up the um, Instagram page. It's so cool. So um, a lady sent us the shoelaces. I love them. They are. They're so good. And they're, um, so they illuminate your feet in the dark. So if you're a nighttime runner or early morning for safety reasons, um, they light up. So we are giving them a test. Yeah, they're reflective. Yeah. Lights will pick them up. So, I mean, obviously if we're running in the dark, we're going to need our head torches and anything reflective is going to be a bonus. Yep, for safety when you're running close to the road and that's so good. Yeah. So we have so many products that we have been sent that we are reviewing at the moment. So we cool. have we have a bit of a backlog. We have um, peak chocolate we have been sent, which we are going to give that a test this week. That arrived um, yeah. yesterday. So as a chocolate lover, I'm very excited to... To try that out, we have Dynamite Nutrition have sent us their muesli bars. Yes, I love muesli bars. Yes, we're going to give them a go. And the Pongos, which we're currently trialling. So we will give our review for that um, shortly. And the laces. So, yeah. It's cool. It's so, mate, like there's so many cool products out there that you, I mean, we could just keep shopping up a storm, but it's amazing to get a chance to trial them, give them a review. Um, and especially when some of them are local, it's so good to be able to support some local businesses. Exactly. And we love stuff. <laughs> as runners, we love stuff. So Yeah. Um, stuff. Yeah. And yeah, we, if we can promote it and if we love it, then yeah, yeah it's exciting. Yeah, definitely. And oh, there's so many sales on. I can't. I oh, know. I have to stop myself looking. It's ridiculous. Oh, it's insane. So Marlowe Republic, which I do love. They, that's where we get our crop from. I've yeah. actually bought their crop tops, like their yeah. running bra crop tops. You like that? 30% off. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. I did go down a size. I think um, it was fine underneath that crop, but I think it may be a little bit, yeah, probably should have gone down a size. So okay. I've just ordered two more today. Well, I think I might buy another crop in another colour as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So because sure. I've got navy blue, you got black, didn't you? Yes, I loved your navy blue. Oh, well, um, I think I'll get a black because black goes yeah. everything, doesn't it? Yeah. So I think I'll get a black. Um, yeah. I do love navy blue. I think it looks really nice with um, the bright coloured running shoes. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so good week. Great guest. Another so great, exciting. More great guests um, coming up. Oh, we have another very exciting I, another very exciting runner we will be interviewing on Monday yep. um huge and I it, yeah it blows me away we're very excited it's yep. just very overwhelming it's 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 exciting and it makes you feel like um that it's just another example of the running community being so down to earth yeah don't you think absolutely I really do I think and, and that's for me I think the biggest thing I've learned the past few weeks, I get so intimidated on a start line or at a race. There is no need. These people are so down to earth, so lovely, so supportive. Yep. You don't need to be intimidated by them. No, it's only our, in our own heads. Just got to get over it. Just it is. Yeah, just got to love it. We do love it. And then so, and, you know, um, the party, the race is the party. Like, 
I'm really going to try and go with that because I'm a very nervous, like I get really nervous before a race, which is like my dad always says, that's good because it means you care. And like nerves are good for us. They are like that, um, you know, the adrenaline gets you going and it, it definitely needs that. But too much nerves is obviously a negative thing. So I'm going to try to lean towards that just really enjoy this we've trained hard worked hard for it and now let's just see what happens and if it doesn't go to plan who cares it doesn't go to plan if it does exactly bonus exactly and I think for me nerves are not good I spent <laughs> I spent Noosa Marathon I couldn't even do a warm-up because I was at the portaloo <laughs> <laughs> and no one needs to be in those portaloo lines it's horrible. exactly horrible so I think um excitement gives adrenaline so to be excited and yeah. Yeah, to have the party, yep. knowing you've done all the hard work is yeah. a better mind frame going into it. So all right, we are going to work on that. Yep. All right, so we'll sign off. I can't wait we to will. get this all ready and get it out. Yeah, exciting. Thank you for right. joining us. If there is anyone you want us to make contact with that everyone wants to hear their story, please message us on Instagram. Um, and as we said, get our invite out. We'd love to have a big group of yeah. Brisbane runners, not just females, our males are supportive. <laughs> a few of them have said they'll wear no shirts. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so exciting. All right, cool. All right, I'll see you later. Thank you. Bye.